Hello and welcome to this new episode on the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. I'm uh, all about the digital nomad lifestyle, as you already know. If you're new to this show, this show is aiming to debunk the notion that the digital nomad lifestyle is only possible when you're young, when you're single, when you're in your 20s. In fact, it's, well, there's so many people out there, the living, the, well, living proofs of it's possible with your spouse and even with kids. And today I'm, I'm pretty excited because we're talking about a topic that will help you save money, stretch your budget, and you can, you know, get started pretty soon with your travel lifestyle if everything else is in, set in place. I just, uh, this is an episode that we're going to dive into house sitting. So my guest today, um, hello and welcome, Britt. Uh, Brittany, yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm um, very honored to have you on the show. Thanks for taking your time. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah, sure. So the beauty of social media is really that we can connect and find each other. And you, you reached out to me and you said, you know, your pitch was wonderful. You said, I do this. Uh, do you think your audience would like to hear about it? And I said, oh, absolutely. So let's hear your story. How did you start living location independently and how did you find out about house sitting and making this actually your business? Yeah, so I've been house sitting with my partner for the last five years. Uh, we actually started when we were living in London and we had a friend who one day asked me, do you want to come walk the dog? And I said, when did you get a dog? She goes, oh, I'm house sitting at the moment. And I went, oh, well, like, you know, we could maybe do that too. She was living in this beautiful part of London. So me and my partner started looking into it. And then fast forward, we've been doing it for five years. We've housed that all around the world, Thailand, France, Italy, Spain, Australia, New Zealand. And it's really helped us along our digital nomad journey because it really does kind of, it lets you travel the world, but also you're getting rid of that biggest expense, which is accommodation, which has been really helpful for us on our journey. Hmm. Yeah, I imagine. And um, it, it's funny because I, I started off like this as well. Uh, I did a bunch of different things like um, house sitting, roofing. I'm not sure if you've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> roofing, I did the one, one time in, in, on Hawaii was living on this beautiful property in the farm and was just doing a little bit of gardening and then I got to stay for free and I was like ooh amazing but yeah and then I met I met someone in there I think well they're both retired on a cruise ship and and they said oh we're, we're professional home uh, house sitters and this was mind-blowing for me um I was like okay first of all you guys rock like in your you know retirement phase you you just doing it and going out there and then um yeah she said it's it's so easy and 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 possible to actually even generate an income from it so uh, they're like you teaching others doing it so tell me a little bit about this how did you then from doing it yourself as a user transition to making a business out of it um well we 
we've been doing it for about three years and we had just so many people asking about asking us about it everything everyone from my auntie who was in her 60s to friends of ours were also digital nomads we didn't really realize there was a huge audience who were interested in house sitting mm -hmm. so that's when we started um, our blog and we just kind of started putting together all the tips the things that kind of we wish we knew when we started and then I think that's why I got in contact with you because I saw that you were like in the digital nomad space and I thought that maybe other people would also be interested in hearing about this because whenever we speak to digital nomads it's something they haven't really heard about before so we thought that maybe there'd be a good connect between house sitting and then your kind of uh, audience of digital nomads hmm. but what we find is it's just people in their 20s 30s we have a lot of people in our house sitting community which are we have a few about a couple of dozen families doing it and we have there's retirees doing it so it's kind of everyone is involved in house sitting yeah yeah absolutely and i agree it doesn't it doesn't matter what age you're at this can be a a fun way of getting yeah getting a home feeling for for a location so that you you'll live in in someone else's house and and it's a totally different experience than than you know looking for a hotel room right yeah it's a it's a full community you get like you get there you meet the homeowners you meet their friends you get to find out where their favorite cafes their favorite markets are mm -hmm. it really just kind of is a really whole immersive experience in a new country it's probably one of our favorite things about it awesome so um, walk us a little bit through the process if i am now saying oh this sounds awesome uh and i want to travel next to costa rica how am i going about this i think right now is a perfect time to start house sitting because we find that well when we, we got our first house sitting uh, job over christmas and we're, before that, we're applying, applying, and we just weren't getting really any positive responses. And then it got to Christmas time and we were getting accepted left, right and centre. So I think at, at the moment, the, it's the perfect time to start working on your local house sits, building up your references, and then start to applying for those uh, international ones. So if you do want to go to Costa Rica, there probably will be a little more competition in those areas. So just building up your references, even if you have done some house sitting, or just looked after some friends, animals or homes, just maybe just reaching out and asking for a few references. That's a great place to start. Hmm, awesome. Great advice. And yes, I imagine, I mean, there must be seasonal differences. And of course, when people are traveling themselves, they need someone to take care of their pets and houses. Uh, so that makes sense. And then, um, and then, some some require you to stay just a few days i imagine and then some say oh we'll be gone for a month uh, how many gigs are you planning in advance so that you can actually make this as you know sustainable as possible and without any gaps in between does that work out for you well yeah so we pretty much house sat before covid for four years full time okay wow. um a lot of people think that we're traveling all over the world doing it but we're we have been to all these incredible places, but we've also lived in Melbourne, where I'm from, and we house that full time here. Um, and if we did, when when you're working as a couple, it is easy to kind of overlap things. Hmm. But we have friends who do house sitting solo, and if they've got a few nights here and there, they'll you know jump grab an Airbnb, or they might have friends, or just head off for a couple of days. 
so that's kind of how we've done it full time back to back. But we all, when we were living in uh, Europe, we had a camper van. And there's a lot of people that do this as well who use that as their transport as well as their accommodation in between house sets. Mm. Mm. I love that. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, and then, well, I'm, I'm just curious. So you have you have a course that you walk people through and um, there are different platforms. Do you also suggest um, or promote any you know, specific ones? Have you decided on one and why? Tell me a little yes. bit. So we use a couple of different uh, platforms. The main one we recommend is Trusted House Sitters. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like your Airbnb of uh, house sitting platforms. It's got everyone's on there. All the house sitters are there. All the homeowners are there. It's what's the one that worldwide has the most uh, assignments. But the thing you're going to find with it is the most competition as well. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we suggest looking, if you're heading to a certain area, look at a country-specific house sitting site. So there's, uh, if you're heading to Europe, we suggest Normador. That's great for France, Italy, Spain. If you're heading to Mexico, there's House Sit Mexico. Coming to Australia, there's Minder Home, Aussie House Sitters. So we've kind of, we've used them all and we've uh, kind of compiled them all. And we, we tell you the best one to kind of look at for which area you're going to. Mm -hmm. And then with the course, we kind of just, we wanted to put everything in one place for everyone. We wanted to help them with building their profile, getting their references together, creating their uh, house-sitting CV, we call it. Um, and then also we kind of give you all of the templates we use applying for house-sits. So we show you exactly how to personalise it and just how we've managed to land all the houses we've done along the way. And then in there, we also have just some information about our, how we do a handover to just make sure that everything runs smoothly and you get the best references possible. Because really, at the end of the day, what's going to keep you our house sitting is those references. So we, we really push that is just working uh, to really secure those references. You know, do we want those positive ones? Yeah, yeah, I, I assume. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so I really like the idea and, and, and of course, now I have to ask the question, do you have any like best advice for families, like with kids? That's always, for me, I would say, oh my goodness, my, my little one is two years old. He always throws things and like on a daily basis, something breaks. <laughs> how do you, how do you go about that? <laughs> We have a few um, families in the group that do house sitting and I love just, and they're always chatting about um, applying for house. And I love just kind of just sitting back and seeing what they say to each other. And it seems to be when they're, when they're applying for house sits, they always do mention that, you know, we're a family of five and some people, some uh, homeowners are either yes or no, you know, that's not for us or we've got a house perfectly set up for you. Mm -hmm. um, I know one of the families, they do farm sitting. So, mm -hmm. you know, the people that um, the farms are looking after you know their kids are out there rounding up goats and cows and that and I think it really just depends on the homeowner I think the same thing is with um some people travel with their animals yeah. and they ask you know can I do that as a house sitter I said it's really all up to the homeowner so mm. you just have to ask and you'll find you know you'll find ones that are really really uh, open to it yeah, yeah, totally. That makes sense. And um, maybe just as a last question, how how much time do I need to put 
um, before the first house sitting gig. So I'm going through everything that you, you suggested. I set up my profile and getting the references in place and then start applying. How much of time do I need to for this preparing phase? I think you can have it all up and running within you know, in a week. You've just, you oh, create wow. CV, you, you bring all your references together. We do suggest getting a uh, police check because that always really helps when you're applying for house sits. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of get everything really sorted in about two weeks and you can start applying. What we suggest is you just kind of jump on the platforms, put the uh, the dates that you're available for and just see what pops up. There might mm -hmm. be something in your area or there might be a location that you've never even thought of going, but you really would enjoy going to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That That is something that maybe when you're advanced, you can also um, try to, you know, put into your agenda that you say, no, we're not doing, we're doing it the other way around. We're letting the system or the opportunity decide yeah. yeah. our path. You might find places you've never even thought you want to go to, but they might turn out to the best place you go. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Any last tip, advice, any last words that you would love to hear our audience? Um, I think that I was going to say is that I think a lot of travelers, they're uh, focused on points hacking and all those sorts of things. And we say that the most expensive thing really is you're going to be your accommodation. So mm -hmm. if you can travel uh, pretty much for free, you know, live for free, then I think that house sitting is a much better thing to focus on rather than your travel hacking kind of, but everyone's in. So I think it's a great place to get started if you're ready to start traveling. Yeah, I love that. That's great advice and great tips and um, how you can connect with Brittany. Obviously, we put everything into the show notes so you can check uh, the course out, the connect with her on social media so that you can also try it out and become the next best house sitters. Thanks so much, Brittany, for taking your time and sharing your advice and being on the show. Thank you so much. Like you said, you can find me at the Traveling House Sitters. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>